Welcome to the Functional Medicine Radio Show with your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, known internationally as the Functional Medicine Doc. Dr. Carrie is committed to helping patients find the root cause of their health problems and fixing the cause with natural treatments so they can feel normal again. Dr. Carrie is the founder of Functional Medicine Ontario and is the author of the hit book, Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again. Please welcome your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Functional Medicine Radio Show, the only internet radio show dedicated to giving you real solutions to improve your health. Not only are they real solutions, but they're natural solutions as well, because as you know, the one and only true wealth you have is your health. I'm your host, Dr. Kiri Drizga, the Functional Medicine Doc, and I'm committed to helping you find the root cause of your health problem, fix the cause with natural treatments, so you can feel normal again and live your life to the fullest. Just a quick bit of housekeeping before I introduce our special guest. I'm happy to announce my first book is now in print. The title is Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again, Fixing the Root Cause of Your Fatigue with Natural Treatments. I've discovered 14 root causes of fatigue. I like to call them the fatigue factors. And in this book, I explain eight out of the 14. I've had some amazing feedback on how easy it is to read and understand. It's not full of technical doctory language like most books written by doctors are. And of course, the book also includes my own personal fatigue story, along with four other stories from real fatigue cases from my private practice. It's available in paperback and Kindle form, so if you'd like a copy, you can find it on Amazon or on my website, www.drkiri.com. That's it for our housekeeping, so let's get started. I'm very excited about this week's show because my special guest is Nina Mandelson. Let me tell you a little bit about Nina. She helps women over 40 end their war with food and make peace with their body. She's a certified psychology of eating coach and holistic health coach. She works with women who want to create a healthy, positive relationship with themselves. She specializes in helping smart women who have tried many ways of feeling good in their body and are still challenged to make healthy living choices happen consistently and sustainably in their busy lives. Nina's passion stems from her own personal struggle with weight, body image, and overeating. Nina's journey to reclaiming her body and health, despite numerous challenges, has led to her deep commitment to help women choose life fully with every bite while feeling great in their own skin. Nina is the author of Feed Your Kids Well in a World That Doesn't, an everyday guide to make healthy food happen in your home and beyond. And she's the founder of the Nourished Woman Nation. Nina, thank you so much for being my special guest today on this episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show. Oh, it's totally my delight to be here and talking about something that I know you're passionate about and that I am completely passionate about as well. So part of our interview today is going to be about mindset because I think for a lot of us, that's where we really need help. So we, we tend to know how we should eat right and what we should be eating, but a lot of us just aren't doing it. So can you help us with that? 
Absolutely. And that is, you know, you say it so well, it's that we know what we should be eating, right? I'm sort of putting should in those air quotes, because it's like, there is such a big pressure about this. You know, there's so much information, you should eat this much, you know, protein, you should eat this much fruit or veg, you should drink this much water. There's a big pressure around it. But we actually don't implement it in our life. We don't see it showing up. And that is so frustrating, especially um, for most of us who are pretty well educated, right? We're like, well, I know I have the information. Why is it that I can't get it rolling in my life? Because I sort of figure at this point, if you're I don't know, if you're over 30, 35, you kind of have a pretty good sense. You know, we're living in an era, and I'm, I'm imagining that you see that too, that we're living in an era of, of people getting more savvy about nutrition and about how they should be treating themselves. Um, but then it doesn't happen. Are you seeing that as well? Absolutely. And that's why I want you to talk to us today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So here's the thing. What happens for most people is we get information on sort of one level. Okay, if you're dealing with your food issues, here's what you should eat, or here's what you shouldn't eat. Or you know what, I really want to change how I feel my body. Okay, do these exercises or do those exercises. It's sort of a one... It, it hits us on one in one aspect of what I call the nourishment dynamic. And the nourishment dynamic is the idea that we have different ways that nourish us, and you have to work on all the different levels. Like I know you work in a holistic way, right? And holistic meaning it treats our whole person. So the three ways that three levels, the three aspects of nourishment that I think about are food, lifestyle, and mindset. So food is the what you eat. The lifestyle is how do you eat? You know, do you eat quickly? Do you eat slowly? Do you eat in the car? Do you eat sitting down? Are you always at restaurants? Do you do any home cooking? That's more on the lifestyle level. And then the third aspect is mindset and emotion. And if you're not working on all these three levels together, it's very hard to make a shift because you can be in the like, okay, I know I should eat you know, more greens, but I walk out of the house without any food and I'm looking to the, you know, local diner to feed me. It's really, really challenging to be consistent on that food level when the lifestyle level isn't in place as well. Or you've got, okay, great. I'm now taking snacks with me, right? That's a good lifestyle healthy habit. I'm taking healthy snacks with me on my day, but you know what? I'm working so hard and I'm so stressed. And then I look at my, you know, little bag of trail mix and really all I want is chocolate. So you may know what the right thing is. You may be doing it on a lifestyle level, right? That doing the acting, um, the action, right? That's the lifestyle level. But then on the mindset level, the emotional level, you're not being nourished. And so you're going to start looking to food to fill that need. And what it gets to is this really interesting idea that I love, which is the idea of primary food, primary nutrition and secondary nutrition. So secondary nutrition is what shows up on your plate. And primary nutrition is everything else that nourishes you in your life. 
right? So if you're not getting what you need in that primary nutrition realm, in that mindset, in that emotional realm, then we tend to look towards that secondary nutrition to feed us. Does that make sense? Yeah. So is that where stress eating comes from or emotional eating comes from? Exactly. Exactly right. Because what we're trying to do is in our this world of very high expectation, high demand, there's a lot of stress going on. And then we're looking to turn the volume down on that feeling of stress or pressure, or sometimes we experience that stress and pressure as, as a depression or anxiety, right? So we're looking to turn all of that, the volume down on that by eating. Now, the tricky thing about eating is it does, it can do two things. One, one is it can, it sort of numbs you out, right? It can make us feel like, oh, I don't, I'm, you know, eating the ice cream. And so now I'm sort of numbing out any other feelings. But what it also does, and, and for those who are listening, who might have a history of being um, an emotional eater or compulsive eater, um, we know that, okay, in that moment, great. I feel a little less triggered. I feel a little less like, you know, anxious or depressed or stressed or whatever that feeling is we're trying to get away from. But then 10 minutes later, 20 minutes later, we're into a very familiar feeling, which is, I feel bad about myself. I shouldn't have eaten that. I know better. Tomorrow I'll start again. Right? That painful pattern of, I'm not doing this right. I've got to do better. And it's really hard because even though we're trying, we're eating to turn the volume down on the stress, we're actually creating more stress. But what's interesting is even if we know we're creating more stress, it's almost like familiar stress. It's a familiar pattern. And that can be really painful. And it does something that I know you know a lot about you know, coming from a holistic perspective is it moves us into a stress response in our body. That's sympathetic nervous system activation. Um, should I get, shall I go into that a little? Yeah, definitely. Because I don't think people really understand what that means and and what the full impact of that is on their body. And most of us are, are in that mode sympathetic. Yeah. Absolutely. So I loved what you just said, right? Most of us are in that mode, that mode being the sympathetic nervous system activation, which is also known as fight or flight. And what happens, and it, it's, it's a natural response, this fight or flight, right? It's, but it's designed for four minutes. It is, it's designed for, you know, I'm out in the woods and oh my gosh, there's a bear. Quick, run like crazy, for four minutes and all the blood goes out to your arms and your legs so you can run super fast and to your brain so you can make instantaneous decisions. That's a normal response, right? And then after four minutes, you're supposed to stop. And then the body hopefully will shift back to parasympathetic nervous system activation. That's known as the rest and digest. Or there's another term that I really love for it, which is tend and befriend right? Reconnect, slow down. But in our world, in our life, we are going 24-7 
in that fight or flight mode because there's deadlines, because there's financial pressures, because there's, you know, relationship pressures, because there's extended family obligations, just because life is, is calling at us nonstop, right? It's, it's pushing us to go further, go further, go further, do more. And so we're in a cycle of fight or flight on it 24 seven. Now, the thing about that is our body goes, well, okay, I'm at, I'm in stress response 24 seven, I must be like, maybe on a desert island or something, right, where there's constant stress. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to to survive this, I'm going to shift everything, my digestion, I'm going to turn that down a little, I'm going to turn my immune system down a little, I'm going to, um, in fact, I'm going to turn my calorie burning down a little because I don't want to be calorie burning too much. I might need all this fat on my body to survive a long time in this level of stress. And so in this level of stress, we're making it even harder for our body to function. In fact, every single system in the body functions less well, not at its optimum state, when we're in this sympathetic nervous system activation. And this counts even when we say, like, and I'm talking about external stressors, right? The deadlines and the demands of life. But I also want to bring into this conversation internal stressors, right? Those are the stressors of, um, I hate my body. Or, oh. You know, and I, I, I'm because I know Dr. Carey, you work with a lot of energy issues, right? So, you know, I imagine people come and go, oh, you know, I just wish this would go away. I just hate the way I'm feeling. And that internal message also creates more stress. So, what we want to do is shift the body into that parasympathetic nervous system activation. And the parasympathetic, that's our rest and digest, helps our body digest better, calorie burn better. And so that's a really important shift to be able to make in order for us to say, okay, I can slow down, I can enjoy my food, I can digest my food, I can actually listen to my body. Does this make sense? Absolutely. And I, I know from my perspective as a functional medicine doctor that the vast majority of health problems that I see really boils down to, because it's always about finding the root underlying cause, for the majority of it, the root underlying cause is the stress and how people get into these cycles of stress in their body and in their life. So what you are describing makes complete sense. And I think a lot of our listeners will recognize that. So can you give us a couple of techniques that our listeners can do to help them move into working in this holistic way? Yeah. And, and that's what's really important about the question that you're asking is that there are things that we can do to shift ourselves, right? It can seem like, but this is life, right? Life is stressful. And that's true. But there are really specific, powerful techniques and strategies that you can use that will interrupt that fight or flight 
that that sympathetic nervous system activation. And it's so important when it comes to eating because when we're in that stress response and we're eating, often we eat more than we need or often we eat past our body's signals that say I'm full because we're not really listening, right? Remember in that fight or flight response, we're just like going on automatic. So what we want to do is shift to that parasympathetic, to that rest and digest. We want to slow down and allow our body to stop racing and come into the moment. And that is one right there, that come into the moment is one of the most powerful strategies right there. So if you're somebody who practices any mindful techniques all of those come into play and are powerful actors to move us from that sympathetic, that fight or flight, to parasympathetic, that rest and digest. We want that shift to happen. So things like breathing, things like meditating, right? I'm a big fan of meditating for two minutes before eating. We do that as a family in our house at night before dinner. We put on a timer and meditate for two minutes and just slow down, right? Because before dinner, I'm rushing around the kitchen, cooking, getting everything ready. And then you can end up sitting down and eating at that same pace. I don't know if that's ever happened to you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's true for a lot of our listeners. So I love that. Just set the timer, meditate for two minutes before you start eating. Absolutely. And then there's this other technique that I want to share with you, which is really one of my favorite techniques. Um, and it kind of brings in the, it brings in the mindfulness, but it brings in a couple of other very, very powerful um, aspects of eating in a way that shifts you into sympathetic nervous system, in, into the parasympathetic nervous system activation, the rest and digest, so that you can really boost your metabolism, digest your food easily and well, assimilate all the nutrients that are in there. Those are all the things we want to be hap- we want to have happen when we're eating. And so the technique is this. I call it the hello technique. And there's three phrases. And the first phrase, I'll tell you what it is, and then I'll explain why those three phrases. So the first phrase is, hello, food. The second phrase is, hello, body. And the third phrase is, hello, pleasure. So it's hello, food, hello, body, hello, pleasure. And what we do is you take... you. You can do it even within those two minutes of meditation. You can do it right in there. You can do the hello food, hello body, hello pleasure. And the reason being is when you stop and breathe and slow down and say hello food, you're saying, oh, right, I'm eating now. (laughs) Because so often we don't, right? We're just like eating on the run or eating mindlessly or eating when we, you know, don't even realize like if we're full or hungry, we're going, oh, hello food. This is the food I'm eating. There's also a deeper power in that moment of hello food, which is like, right, here I am. There's food on the table, which is what am I eating? 
where did it come from? Does this food, I have a wonderful teacher who always said, does this food have a good story to it, right? Where is it? Is it local? Is it organic? Is it high quality, right? Those are important things. So when you say hello food, it's what is on my plate? Is this something that I want to be eating? Is this something that will really nourish me, right? It brings a lot of awareness and mindfulness to the moment of eating. Then the next phrase, right? So that's hello food. All of that, right? You breathe, hello food, and all of those different ideas can filter through your mind and body, right? I'm eating now. This is my moment of eating. Here's the food I'm eating. Where is it from? How is it going to nourish me, right? What does it look like, right? Enjoying it from a visual standpoint as well, or smelling it. There's so much to take in on that hello food level. It brings a lot of mindfulness and awareness to the moment. That immediately shifts us to the parasympathetic nervous system activation, that rest and digest. Then hello body, right? Where's that food going, right? It's going in our body. And so it helps if we can feel our body and notice how hungry am I, how full I am. Sometimes I'll have, you know, had a late lunch and then I'll make a big dinner for my family. I'll sit down and I'll go, hello, food. Hello, body. I'm like, hello, body. Oh, and I'm like, rats, I'm not even that hungry. I'm like, oh, well, if I'm not that hungry, how do I want to play this meal? Right? Instead of, well, it's dinner time. I made dinner. Let me eat dinner with everybody. And then I end up eating more than I want. It's like, oh, I'm not that hungry. Well, maybe I'll just have a little of this and I'll save some for later for when I am hungry, right? So the hello body level shifts us into a place of a conversation with our internal experience, which is so important when it comes to having a healthy and positive relationship with our food and body. We actually have to be in dialogue with our body. We have to start listening to the sensations in our body. So hello food, hello body. We want to connect this right this is us here sitting at this table in front of this food then the third level is hello pleasure and i love the hello pleasure because this is supposed to be an enjoyable experience and so many people struggle with food right it becomes this like well let me just eat because it'll taste good which seems like oh this will give me pleasure and it does in the moment but what we're after is real pleasure. Is this food really going to give me pleasure? Am I going to feel good 10 minutes after I eat, 15 minutes after I eat? Is this food, I, this is my phrase that I always use, which is, is this, is that I want to love the food that loves me back, right? I want to love the food that loves me back, right? Is this food that's going to love me back? So hello pleasure we want to sink into the enjoyment what does it taste like what does what's my experience like am i enjoying this moment because as soon as we shift into pleasure and appreciating the sensual experience of our moment something very powerful happens which is we shift from that sympathetic nervous system activation that fight or flight we shift right into parasympathetic rest and digest and that's where we want to be doing our eating so the hello food that's a mindfulness right awareness of what's happening hello body that's an internal awareness sensation 
really getting grounded inside hello pleasure that's a surefire way to step into that parasympathetic nervous system activation gets us right on a cellular nervous system level so that is one of my very favorite techniques so these are things that our listeners can start implementing at their next meal Absolutely. I invite you to bring the hello technique right to the table, right to the table. And if you're somebody, and this is one of my big things, I'm always working on this. I find that the more and more I get stressed, the less I'm sitting down when I'm eating. Suddenly I'm standing at the counter again. And this is something I've worked because this is my journey is around really feeling um, that I have a positive and healthy relationship with my food. And it's a, it's a constant um, conversation that I'm having with my food and my body, but one of the surefire ways that I can tell that there's more stress coming in is when I'm standing and eating. And then I'm like, oh, hello, food. Oh, I'm not even sitting down. Right. If I'm going to sit down and be in the hello pleasure, if, if I'm going to experience this food as hello pleasure, it really helps when I sit down and relax. So even if it's like, oh, I'm somebody who stands and eats, bring this technique into your life so that you start to go, oh, well, what would give me more pleasure? Maybe sitting down, maybe lighting a candle on the table, maybe putting a placemat or a tablecloth or a flower or playing lovely music, right? What would make this a more relaxing experience? Because the more relaxed we are, the more we'll, we're likely to stop when we're full, Right. And some people think, say, well, but that's not true when I'm at a table and there's lots of people and it's really relaxed and I've had a couple of glasses of wine. I'm really relaxed, but I keep eating. And absolutely that can happen. But what I'm talking about here is when you're relaxed and listening to your body, then we can go, wow, oh, I'm relaxed so I can listen. I can tune into my body because it's very hard to do that when you're stressed because it just occurs as like a big ball of buzzy energy. But when you can relax, you can start hearing like, oh, I'm full. Oh, I'm hungry. Because the opposite happens too. When people are really stressed, they don't eat. And then they get so hungry, they can't even, they like don't even feel their hunger. They override. People skip meals and then they'll just eat whatever's in front of them when they finally get a chance because they're overly hungry, hungry and their blood sugar levels are too low. So it goes both ways, but what's consistent is that when we're relaxed and we can shift into that sympathetic nervous system activation and slow ourselves down, then we can start listening for those important cues of, I'm full, I'd like to stop eating now, or you know what, what I really need right now because I'm slowed down, I'm listening, and it's tempting to just reach for the junk food, but what I really need right now is... I really need some a real meal, maybe with some protein and some greens or something. You know, we start to listen to what our body truly needs, not what would be the quick fix. Nina, I would love to keep talking more with you about the other techniques that you have, but we're running low on time. So how can our listeners find out more about you? Yeah, so the place, the best place to find out more about me and to get more specific techniques because I'm really into making it doable to help people make this manageable in their everyday life is um, I have a wonderful video series that has, again, three 
quick strategies that will support you in moving these ideas into your daily life. And you can find that video series at Nina manelson.com so it's n-i-n-a which is nina manelson which is m-a-n-o-l-s-o-n.com forward slash video dash series and that's going to get you to the to be able to sign up for the video series um, that will give you really specific information and another fantastic strategy which i call the quality continuum which is another one that you can just put right into your life immediately. So it's at ninamanelson.com forward slash video dash series. So for our listeners out there, I'll make sure that at those two links, the one to your website and then the one specifically to your video series, that those two links are in our podcast notes. Great. Nina, thank you so much for being my special guest today. This, this has been a really awesome interview. Oh, it's really my pleasure and privilege to be talking to you and to be sharing this uh, important information with everybody. I just love how you include so many experts and how you are waving the banner of, you know what, it's our whole being that needs to be addressed here. Thank you. That that wraps up this very special episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show with Nina Manelson. And I want to thank you, our listeners, for tuning in today. And I'd like to invite you back next week for another episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, the Functional Medicine Doc. Have a great week, everyone. You've been listening to the Functional Medicine Radio Show with your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, known internationally as the Functional Medicine Doc. Dr. Carrie is committed to helping patients find the root cause of their health problems and fixing the cause with natural treatments so they can feel normal again. Dr. Carrie is the founder of Functional Medicine Ontario and is the author of the hit book, Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again. Please tell your friends about the Functional Medicine Radio Show, and we'll see you next week with more from Dr. Carrie.